You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. And welcome to the Win Win Entrepreneurial Community. Welcome again today. As always, we're going to be learning from our guest how to reverse engineer your business growth plan to align with what you actually want from your life. Uh, please uh, pause. Uh, at this moment, subscribe, follow, leave a review, five-star rating, like, uh, share, etc. That definitely helps helps us get the word out to more people and help share the value that we're sharing here with other business owners. So uh, please do that. And after that, I'm going to get into right now introducing our guest today, um, who is the founder and CEO of Radiant Pearl Coaching and Consulting. Uh, she has over 20 years experience in consulting, including uh, at Deloitte. Uh, her website is radiantpearl.com, but that's radiant spelled with an I-E-N-T, not A, not with an A, it's spelled with an E. So radiant with an E, pearl.com. Uh, and I'd like to introduce you to Renee Morgan. Welcome, Renee. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Glad to be here. Well, my pleasure having you, especially, uh, you know, a lot of our uh, listeners and viewers are familiar with the uh, concept of fractional leadership, people, you know, business owners using fractional executives. Uh, you are a fractional COO as a member of fractional leadership. Uh, so also just a privilege to have you because of that. And, you know, seeing you as a you know, member of the fractional leader community, fractional leadership community. Uh, but as we get going, I guess what I want to first ask you, like I ask everybody is, you know, uh, we talked about the topic a second ago, but give us a quick two minute background that'll Kind of help people understand how and why you got to be talking about this kind of thing. Right. So with visioning, um, so important, you know, um, but before you vision, you've got to get through some personal clarity. I always start that with my clients, uh, is that personal clarity before we start working together. Um, you know, pretty much in my background growing up uh, in business, um, my dad had his own business and I was his, I was about 13, it's my first job. So, um, you know, working with him, seeing his vision and seeing how things kind of fleshed out, you know, uh, working with small business owners uh, after that, uh, law firms and mid-sized uh, businesses, and then getting to, to the, the top ones uh, like Deloitte, um, I, I got to see everything or everyone at their particular stage, right? And so one of the really important things that I always do with my clients uh, is ask them what their vision is. What do they really want? And a lot of times it's, it's, it's that people are afraid to face what they really want. You know, it's like, oh, do I want this BMW or do I want this career? You know, they, we always well, try Why that. is that? Just because they're afraid they're like, oh, if it's not attainable, I'm afraid to want it. Like, is that why? That's one of the reasons, but also because of the status quo, you know, what everybody else is saying, right? It's, it's something that they were told, oh, you can't do this at this time, or mm -hmm. maybe you should wait or don't do that because it's too risky. Um, and so when you face what you truly want, you really, really, there's a, there's a certain peace that comes within because it's really truly what you desire, what you really want. So having that, that feeling of, you know, that vision um, helps you to, to get to the next steps, right? To, to that direction into where you want to go. Um, but when we don't do that, what ends up happening is that we end up staying in a, in a circle, spiraling, or we get stagnated. Well, and that's a perfect kind of segue into the, the next thing I wanted to ask you about, which is, um, which is like, what are some examples or what are some of the things that 
you know, people who have businesses may see in their own lives or in their own businesses as mistakes that they're making or what kind of mistakes have you, do you see people making uh, when they don't start with first envisioning the life they actually want before they right. start figuring, you know, how to grow their business. Right. Well, so, you know, a lot of people say mistakes. I, I feel like there's just divine, you know, <laughs> the things that happen in life. Uh, there's not really, a, no, too many coincidences in our, in our lives. So with mistakes, a lot of times, if you want to call it that, they're learning lessons for us to get to the next Right, day, right. Right. So, but when we talk about those, uh, I guess that, 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 um, that, I guess, stuck in the road, right, type of situation, you know, a lot of people, um, what, what they do is they have an idea and they go forward with it, right? Um, but they don't have the, the full view or the full vision of it. And so what happens is they end up starting and then they lose steam because they don't have a vision for what, where they're going, right? Or what they're doing or what they're trying to attain. And what happens is that when things come their way, and I'm sure you, you know, a lot of people have uh, experienced this, you get inbox messages from different folks, you know, offering you so many different things. And you're thinking, oh, I want that, I need that. And it may not be anything that you need, but it throws you off track, right? So you get distracted. So you're on a different track and your vision is sitting out there somewhere waiting for you to, to, to get to that place where you want to go. So it's, it's really a lot of times what people do is just they start without having that, that time to sit down, to get that clarity, to think about what they truly want, you know, and then thinking about the you know what they truly want for their their personal lives, and then thinking about their their vision for their business. Because with my clients, especially, I do this first because I'm a I'm a strategist. I, I'm I'm all about business strategy. But when we get into strategy, I'm hardcore. It's like you're we're going to be hardcore into strategy, going toward your business goals and doing all of that. And that can be frustrating if you don't have a personal purpose or a goal for yourself. Because what you're, what you're going to do is tire yourself out. You don't have the motivation. So I think a lot of people, when, we, when they make a mistake or, or, or a side, you know, uh, uh, a derail, as I say, um, they don't think about where they're going. Right. And if, and if you, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you do think of any examples or stories of maybe recent clients and kind of what they were going through before, you know, before you, you know, you were able to help them get to focus on this. I, I would love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've got, yeah, several clients who were, start, they started their business. They've been running it for several years, but they never thought about what they could truly achieve. Right. So what happened right. because of that? What happened? What happened? What happened? I mean, we got into personal clarity. We went through what their personal goals were, what their real desires were. And, you know, working with my clients, I go deep. I'm, I'm like, don't sit here and tell me what you think I want to hear. Don't tell me what the status quo is. Oh, tell me what you truly want. Um, and we start from that present moment. And then we, and then we start planning out. So a, a lot of times with my clients, they, they're just running their business. They're not, they're running their business, I guess, to survive, right? To survive the next thing or to survive this thing or to achieve this thing or to show everybody that they have this thing going on. Um, but it's, it's not true fulfillment, right? So, um, so the recent example is, you know, one of my clients, um, she had a, she was running her business. It was successful, you know, at the status quo level. Um, and 
what happened is we went through personal clarity for several sessions, you know, because I, I do that and there, she was ready to get to this business strategy. And I'm like, okay. And um, what happened is that things started to, you know, become clearer for her. Um, and once that became clear, you know, we got into business strategy and she's like, wow, I'm so glad that we went through personal clarity because this business strategy stuff is a lot, you know, because she was, you know, she was operating at, at one level. Now she's at another level. Mm-hmm. Now her sales for her company are much higher because she now has a vision and a focus on where she's going versus before where she was just, you know, right. maintaining and trying to do sales, trying to do all those things. But, uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't, you know, the energy wasn't mm. coming to her. Right. Um, sounds like if it sounds like if, if you hadn't done that personal life, like envisioning first before the business strategy and the business planning, mm-hmm. then the business plan would have looked completely different. Yep. It would look completely different, and she would have been burnt out very quickly. Right. You very just quickly. skip straight to the business planning. Yeah. Based yeah, on whatever like, you already thought, or they yeah. already thought. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, working for you know, different companies at different stages, you know, business strategy is so important because it, 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 it aligns with your personal goals and you have to, it's, it's, it's what drives you, right? Um, and your business strategy, whether it be your revenue goals, your talent goals, or your, you know, overall operational goals, you definitely have to have a vision for that because or else you're going to be operating on, on you know, low speed. It's, it's not going to work out. It's going to work. No, I'm not going to say it's not going to work out. It's going to work, but you're going to be uh, running yeah. out of steam every time because you're so much harder out. and more frustrating yep. and less fulfilling than it needs to be. Yep. It could yep. be so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what kind of, um, what kind of tools can people listening or watching this do on their own? Like tools, exercises, questions, like what, what should people do if they want to like say, okay, wait, let's say I do want to step back and, Mm-hmm. And kind of get get a clearer vision of where I want to go before I jump back into you know what I should be doing in my business. So what, you know what are some things that they could be doing? Some exercises, tools, I don't know, anything like what, what would you tell them to do? I would tell them to be in the present moment. You know, um, there's a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and he talks about being in Edgar the Cole. Is that what you e- Eckhart? I'm oh, sorry, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart um, Tolle. Okay. Yeah, Power Tolle. of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Okay. Yep. Yep. And he talks about the past and he talks about the present moment and the future. And where we have power is in that present moment to change the future for ourselves. So when an, um, a business owner is ready to just kind of stop and really assess and realign where they are, it's being in that present moment and figuring out where they are currently, right? The current state, as we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then being able to plan from that moment to, to develop that plan for their personal life and for their business. Well, how, you know, do you, how, how do they do that? I mean, is that all laid out in that book? Or like, how do they figure out, like, I don't know, like, do they write down like just like yeah. a list of things that they like a you wish list writing. or like, how do they, yes. how do they do it? <laughs> So it's, it's, I mean, it, you can call it a wish list, um, but you start by sitting down in a quiet place and really just thinking, you know. I assume no email, no computer, no, email, no phone. No, no nothing, no phone, no distractions, you know, right. although, you know, sometimes you can't help the distractions because you've got spouses and, and kids, right? But really being, sitting on your back porch or sitting, you know, somewhere on vacation or, or, or wherever you, you find peace and really just sitting down and writing down all the things that you desire, you know, with no limitation, 
and saying to yourself, this is what I want and getting excited. You'll find yourself getting excited about the list after a while because you'll, you'll be getting out those things that you were hiding, you know, because right. everybody else had an opinion, right. right? And so you just sit in that present moment and you start to write. It's, you know, you can do it in a journal or on a piece of paper. You can even, sometimes I record it in my phone um, on the, you know, that voice recorder. Uh, when you, you know, the, when you're getting all of those things in your mind so fast, you can't write as fast as your mind. Um, and then you really look back at your list and really just be, you know, be realistic with yourself about that, that this is what has come from you and this is what you want. So I think that's the first thing to do. Mm -hmm. In terms of tools, you know, um, a lot of times people, you know, you have templates and tools or things that people have created. You can read several books. You can, you know, uh, look at different frameworks. But what I have experienced in my own life and working with clients is that everything comes from you. You know, the outside, you know, external things are just, you know, they're, they're great. They're enhancers to what you, it's already in, in you, but you, it comes from you. No one else can tell you what your vision is. No one else can tell you what you really truly desire or want. It comes from you. So I think that's the first tool is to really get quiet and to really get into a quiet space and start to write out where you want to be, what you want to do. Okay. We, we made a quiet space. We wrote the list. Like, how do we, like, what, what, what do we do next? How do we take that to the next level? I guess towards actualization, like actualizing right. or, or at least building the foundation or the, you know, the structure or the skeleton that will eventually get us to be able to move in that, in that direction. In that direction. So you start planning. That's when the, the planning happens. It's saying, okay, if I want to be, you know, retired in the next five years, what does that look like? What do I need to do in the next five years? What steps do I need to take in the next five years to be retired? If I want to spend more time with my kids, what, what, what do I need to do now in order to make that happen? Because as your kids grow, they have different stages. As you grow, you have different stages, you know, in your life and different wants. So it's really planning out, I would say between five and 10 years of your life. Now, mind you, this is a, this is a plan, right? It gives you a visual. Anything can change in that plan at any time. It doesn't mean that everything is etched in stone. And it doesn't mean that if you don't hit those uh, goals that you failed. You have now a vision in front of you by writing it down year by year on, you know, or, you know, phase by phase, quarter by quarter, whatever, whatever you choose to now decide on what you're going to do every, you know, within those next five or 10 years. So that's for your personal goals. Also, you want to do it also in tandem with your, uh, your business goals too, right? So your business goals are separate from your personal goals, but they align in the way that, yeah. okay, you, you know. Well, they might not have aligned before you did this exercise because mm -hmm. they right. you weren't being conscious right. or giving the respect to your personal goals of what you really want in your life. Exactly, exactly. You know, I, I think we think about the, end result, which is, you know, beginning with the end in mind, which is true, right? Where you want to be at the end, and that's your vision, but, but then how do you get there? And then when you do get there, is it going to look the same? You know, what we wanted at 20 is not what we want at 40. What we right. want at 40 is definitely not going to be what we want at 80, right? So we have to realign and reassess every single time and say, okay, are we achieving goals? Do we, you know, what's happening in this roadmap? What are we seeing that's, that's achievable? How do we, do we need to change anything? But there's always a, a direction, and then that helps you to focus 
right? Instead of having those different distractions that are coming towards you, the offers or people trying to say, no, go this way instead of th that way, you know, it gives you that visual. And so that's really a, an important tool. So it's sitting down, getting clarity, creating your, your roadmap or that plan for the next five or 10 years, or even if it's 20 years, hey, you know, sometimes people have that, that vision uh, going out. And then um, starting to execute, you know, going in that direction, focusing in on the goals that you want for yourself, your purpose, you know. Um, and then when you do that, you'll see the things that are in alignment to where you, to what you want to do, right? You won't be, you won't be going after the, the, the next fad or the next thing because you're right. in focus right. on what you truly want to, to where you truly want to go, right? So I would say that's the, that's the next thing is to take action. Right. No, it makes sense. I mean, you think about it like uh, GPS, like you put, you know, you put the, uh, well, I, I also want to ask you if, if you can give like even a more detailed story of, of anybody, whether it's from your own background, doing this type of thing for yourself or your business or, uh, or from a client. Uh, so right. it, I'd be thinking about that for a second, but like, it makes me think of uh, like putting something in ways and you put a destination in, but sometimes you hit traffic or there's a road closure or there's an accident uh, or yep. traffic starts to tie up ahead and then it re you know, and then you, you know, it redirects you. Uh, yep. so it doesn't change the destination, right. uh, but how you get there and what the journey looks like could, could be uh, very different depending on what happens in the meantime. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I will say in terms of personal life, um, you know, I don't know if folks remember the show LA lost um, from years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that show uh, faithfully. I loved it with Blair Underwood and a couple of other stars. And I said, I was- I can picture that little ding ding between yes. all the scenes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yeah. all, all the time. I love that show. And I, and I set my, my sights for being a lawyer. I did everything I could to be a, a lawyer. You know, I-, I Thank uh, God you were saved from that. <laughs> I know you're an attorney. I'm, I'm a lawyer, so I could say that. Every, every attorney I talk to says that. that? You were saved. <laughs> Oh my God, you, you shouldn't have, you, you know, that would have changed you. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I, I was president, president of the pre-law society in college. I was pre-law. I was, you know, applied to law schools and all of that. And so I had this thing, vision in mind. I was going to, you know, graduate from college, go to law school, get married, have 2.5 kids and the picket fence, right? <laughs> and then, you know, I didn't get accepted. You know, it was mm. one of those things where it was a devastating, it was devastating, you know, right. for me. And I had to now realign and reassess where I was. And so one of my uh, professors in college, he was, you know, always telling me, why don't you apply to grad school? I'm like, grad school? I, I don't know what that is. All I know is law school, you know, and, uh, you know, getting into there. And so once I applied to, to Howard and started getting, I was accepted immediately. My letters of recommendation came in and I like met- for what, like an MBA? Like what? Um, for a master's in public administration, public policy. Okay. Um, so a little bit still on the, uh, the, the regulation or, or law side. And um, I went in unwillingly, you know, but I will say that I met the most phenomenal group of people I have ever met in my life who are still my friends to this day. And that Howard. experience was just so fulfilling. Um, and it redirected me to understand what my true purpose was. It wasn't to become a lawyer. It was to be able to work to help people to get to where they truly want to be in life. And that's what Radiant Pearl is about, right? It's, it's think about how Pearl is made. You, you know, you've, you've got to go through some things in order to get you to, to kind of, you know, 
to, to shape and mold and then, you know, create this, this, this nice, nice, shiny thing. Um, but you're kind of covered, you know, in, in that process, like a cocoon. And for me, in my own experience, going through, you know, different uh, trials in my life in terms of my parents um, passing away and then, you know, graduating college, not going to law school, but then being able to see truly where I, um, where I was supposed to be in life. It's just, when I look back, it's, just, it's an amazing thing. And, but each time I had a focus, but things changed and shifted. And when they changed and shifted, I always realigned. I always, you know, make sure that I have, you know, that I think about, okay, where, where am I now? You know, um, I think even last year was just, you know, with starting my business, it's been something that's been so fulfilling because I was, you know, in the family life, you know, married and, and all those other things and things changed. And so once they change, you now have to say, okay, I need to reassess and realign where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do. But in, I will say for me, in my own experience, in every single step I have, it, that's been revealed to me, as I say, has been so, I don't want to say, you know, it's fulfilling, it's peaceful, but now I understand why at every stage in my life thus far, things happen. So. Right. Well, I definitely relate to that. I mean, you know, what you talked about with like pursuing a goal cause that's the thing to do or like that's what you thought you wanted but without, I guess, examining it too deeply, uh, you know, and then sometimes, uh, you know, some roadblock gets thrown in front of you and, you know, or I was, I was in a law firm for many years and had low billable mm -hmm. rates and I, you know, lost a job at one point, you know, and mm -hmm. how those things, um, you know, I guess force you to like rethink, like, what do you want to do? Or like, for, just shake things up. Yeah. And, you know, I know, I know you, you bristled when I said mistakes before, um, <laughs> because there's an, you know, because yeah, some of us, you know, believe in, in English, they call divine providence, you know, that yeah. there's a reason why things happen. We don't always know the best things for ourselves. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, quote unquote, bad things happen because, you know, bad in the sense of misaligned with what we thought we wanted or what, you know, what's yeah. easier, uh, but yeah. it ends up shaking things up and, and pushing us in a different direction, yeah. um, you know, to go, to go at a better place. I definitely relate, you know, to your story also in certain aspects of it. Yeah. So it's very cool. Uh, last couple of things before in the last couple of minutes that we have, I mean, one is you have an interesting, I told people they could learn about you at radiantpearl.com, radiant spelled with an E, not an A, radiantpearl.com. So how did you, how did you come up with the name Radiant Pearl? Where did that, where did that come from? Yeah. So everybody asked me that. So when we talk about coaching, coaching is a part of my practice too. A lot of folks name their, their, their business after themselves. Now, if you think Renee Morgan, that's a, you know, it's a unique name to me, right? But it's, it can be very common when you're looking at ReneeMorgan.com. Right. Morgan & Morgan is a law firm, Morgan Consulting. I mean, I looked up every variation, but um, I really uh, try to listen to, to, you know, what I call the spiritual downloads in my mind. And, you know, with Radiant Pearl, it just kept coming up. It just kept coming up. And Pearl is my mom's name. So that's, that's the other piece of it. She gave birth to me and you know, when you think about how a pearl is made, all of those, all of those mm. things, it's on the website. But um, but Radiant Pearl just just came, and and as I was developing my brand, um, everything things just started to align. You know, uh, the folks that worked with me, Maple Leaf uh, Communications, they were phenomenal in helping me to just 
really focus in and, and get clear on, on what I wanted to do. All right. Awesome. Wait, what, one last little thing I'm, I'm also curious about, I'm interested in is, you know, you're working now with some, a lot of small and mid-sized businesses, whereas, you know, where you're in the consulting world, I mean, you're dealing with giant companies, you were, you were at a giant consulting company, you know, a firm, a Deloitte, one of the big four, like mm-hmm. how, how do you, I guess, how do you, how do you bridge, I guess, kind of the big company background that you have with working with some small and mid-sized businesses? You sort of addressed this already in your, in your, when, you know, when you were giving your background at the beginning, but I guess I'd like you to help, help me connect the dots a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of people ask me that question, you know, why, why aren't you working with larger businesses? I haven't stopped working with them. I mean, they're, they're, they're great to work with. I love working because the resources are just uh, overflowing, right, at, at a larger firm. Um, and uh, you get to be tactical and strategy-wise. I mean, I love I love the team, and and I was working in the cyberspace, so it's it you know it's it's uh, it's very exciting to see see different things. You were in but security other, and compliance mainly. No, uh, so, so cybersecurity uh, in terms of uh, identity and access management, um, and then also information security. So, mm-hmm. um, so working for you know a larger government organization there, uh, we. We, a lot of phenomenal things happen. I mean, in a short amount of time with Deloitte, you know, there uh, we've got a, a dynamic team where we get in, we solve the problem and we just continue to, uh, to drive. So I, I love that about large companies because they have the resources and the backing to do it. And, um, and they're really, uh, I think I said this before, it's, it's their, they focus on the quality uh, of their brand. And so that's, that's really a big deal. And that's one of the things that I really, you know, appreciate and learn from, from Deloitte. Um, with smaller businesses and mid-size, uh, you know, their focus is a little bit different, right? They, they are focused on brand um, and quality, but in a different way, right? Um, I think that, you know, when working with smaller businesses, their, their mindset a lot of times is they might have the vision to be large, but not having the tools to know how to get there, right? Or sustain there, right? So, Sustainability is very important. And so when I work with small to mid-sized businesses, I talk about sustainability. Yes, you want to work with the big fours. Yes, you want to do those things, but understand that you've got to get to a place where you have your core services or your core tools uh, in order to keep on driving and be good at that first and build upon that before you start expanding. So it's been a joy to work with small business owners because they get to see a different perspective. I have one client who, you know, was looking to, you know, get a, um, a million dollar contract. Now in Deloitte, that's, you know, a very different perspective, right? So, um, but I was just like, okay, you can do five million. They're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and then things started to happen and change for them because their perspective changed, right? Mm-hmm. They started to see that it is attainable and that here's someone talking about it. And now, now it's becoming, you know, real. I just recently did a pitch deck for someone and they won a huge million dollar contract. Now wow. I'm used to working with multi-million dollar contracts, yes, but this, this, I mean, this was huge for this person. They've been in business for a year and now they're, they have a million dollar or multi-million dollar contract mm. uh, based upon just the guidance that I've um, been able to share with them from my experience working for the big four. Wow. Um, and so it's just been exciting to see, you know, um, but again, at every stage, things are, are different, but it's just phenomenal to see how people light up to, to really realize their, their, true, uh, their true vision come true. And it, right. it's fulfilling to me, I know, definitely. 
That's awesome. All right. Well, look, I really appreciate you sharing this about, you know, how people can get clear on where they want to see their personal life and use that to inform and reverse engineer what business plan will get them there, you know, and, and how to think about executing or reverse engineering from those business goals. Like, okay, what are the next steps and taking that quarter by quarter, like a GPS, uh, re, you know, redirecting every quarter. Uh, so really appreciate that. Appreciate being able to learn about you and, and, and share about you. Honored to have you in the fractional leadership community. People can learn about Renee Morgan, again, at Radiant Pearl, Radiant with an E instead of an A, but radiantpearl.com. Thank you so much for coming out. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Great to see you. And we'll see everybody else on the other side. Thank you. You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.